five minutes, project number five. It's Silverado this time, that's no chime. By Lawrence Kasdan, who wrote the show. Best saddle up now, kids, cause here we go. Howdy, and welcome back to another episode of the Silverado Minute Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minute hosts like Alice and I examine the 1985 Lawrence Kasdan-directed western Silverado. One minute of screen time per episode. I am Curtis Blaze, co-host of the Time Bandits Minute podcast, and my talented co-host is Alice Lauren, comedian and podcast socialite on all of your favorite MXM podcasts. So we are starting minute seventy-seven. Yeah, Alice. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. Back. Yes. And yes. also me. Welcome back. We are both welcome back here again in the town of Silverado. Uh, fine, okay. I'll go. Here's what I want you, to do. you twisted my arm. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just watched this movie like yesterday. So yeah. tell me what's happened so far in the movie. In the whole movie. Oh yeah, my gosh, so that far? was that was. Very hard to figure out. Um, well, there are men on horses, and sometimes they ride through the sand, and they kill people, and they fight racism, and they make friends, because that's the most important part, it's the friends you make along the way. And sometimes, you know, they'll find women every so often, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, just boys being boys. That was very helpful. <laughs> I think we're in the middle of trying to unravel a mystery about a horse. Gotta go see a man about a horse. I think Paid, who's played by Kevin Klein, was found in the middle of the desert by Emmett, and Payden didn't have a horse. And I think now we might have a horse. And there was something about a matches. dog? Like, early well, on? There, there was a dog. Yeah. And I would remember a dog, but I don't know. But as we start this movie, just in the very last minute, this kid, Augie, had a head-on collision with one of the bad guy cowboys. And now they see this horse that's been, you know, been branded, has some nice brand content out, and they're like, whoopsies, here you go. But I think that's what the minute's about, which is weird, because, like, it should have been, or they think, Jake's horse, right? It should have been Jake's horse. I didn't think they lied on purpose. Or is it not Jake's horse? Oh, Cobb isn't the bad guy. Ethan McKendrick is the bad guy. But isn't Cobb... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We don't know this movie. Isn't Cobb the bad guy, though, too? Like, he ends up being the bad guy, but he's still very, like... Oh, what's the word? But, like, like very kind. Very, not kind, but, like, you know, fake, like fake nice, I guess. Yeah. He does end up being the bad guy. Yeah. Sorry about the spoilers, everyone. Lawrence Kasdan wrote this movie. Raiders Lost Ark, Raiders Lost Ark, and The Empire Strikes Back. Same writer. Because I saw Kazdan, and I was like, that seems so familiar. Why is that so familiar to me? When I've heard of the, you know, I've heard of the Big Chill. I'm assuming it's about like living in Alaska or something. Which a lot of these actors were in there. They just they stole the Big Chill actors, and they were like, hey, Jeff Goldblum. That's that was a trip. Oh. That was such a good role. That's so funny, him, and then. I mean, I'm sorry, I know we're going all over the movie, you know, movie here, but John Cleese, like, 
another one. Like, what are you doing in this film? It's... <laughs> I, I just... I can't wrap my head around it. It's so funny. Wow, all that happens before they get Silverado. Wait, this was pre-Silverado? I feel like... I mean, well, they got there pretty quickly. It was, like, not even the middle of the movie yet, and they were at Silverado, and I was like, all right, there we go. You made it. End of movie. No. Oh, my God. Okay, so here's what's going on. Emmett and Jake's nephew, Augie, ride around town on a horse and is stopped by McKendrick and some of his men. Emmett happens by and returns the horse to McKendrick, who has the cattle rancher's brand on it, proving the men who attacked Emmett while he was sleeping worked for him. Okay, so this is what's happening. So now we understand this movie. This horse that this kid is riding is McKendrick's horse from his ranch. So in this minute, the bad guys are like, that's Lee's horse. And he goes and he looks at the mark. And then he looks at the mark of the other guys. And Emmett realizes that these are the men that robbed Payton. Because they've got that mark. And that's the mark that Payton described earlier. Oh, so maybe they they stole from... Well, Peyton was riding this horse as part of the gang, and then they jumped him. Yeah, right, right, yeah. The horse was taken from Peyton. Yeah, that's what I meant. So he says, the man that lost this horse must have been working for you. That was the end of the, uh, that was the end of the minute. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was minute 77. All right. And we didn't make any, and we didn't turn it into a porn or anything. Yay, us. We did it. (laughs) So we know that, so we know that these men have beef with Emmett, because he was in prison, right? And yeah. so now he's seeing them, and he's like, oh, you're out of prison. And he says, does it seem short to you? And this guy is like, no, I'm fine. Whatever happened between us, that's done. We're good. So in second six, what's on top of that guy's hat? Does he have flowers? Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's very cute. Who was it that was talking about flowers, or not flowers, about their hat? I think it was Peyton early on in the movie where... Like, oh, and they took my hat, and it was black, and it had the silver on it. Oh, a lot of attention to detail with these hats. Well, if everyone's wearing a hat, yeah, can you I, imagine the actors going to the to get fitted for their costumes? And they're like, okay, which hat is yours? And everybody's, like, trying to make their own personality work, or their character work for each hat. Oh, yeah. And this guy's like, I want the one with the flowers. Gosh, can you imagine the amount of people that... You know, worked on these costumes, and they, no, they didn't, they didn't get an Oscar nomination for that. But didn't they? I think something. I know there was an Oscar nomination in there. I think it was for sound, sound, and from what I remember, sound and sound and music. Oh yeah, and the score, which I didn't oh think and casting was. and casting. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Casting was by the Casting Society of America. Of course they were giving awards for casting. <laughs> the International Film Music Critics Award gave him, nominated him for Best New Release and Re-Release or Re-Recording of an Existing Score. Nothing about costumes, though. No costume winners. Nope. Christy Z was the costume designer in this movie. Mm-hmm. She was doing a lot of really good movies. She was doing, you know, like Silence of the Lambs. That keeps coming up. I think you should see it. Oh, in Goodfellas. I think I saw Goodfellas, yeah. Yeah, I think I saw. Let's see, who were the winners? The 58th Oscars. Okay. Oh, well. So it would be the 1986 Oscars, right? Yeah. Um, no, it would be the 1985 Oscars. For the, you know, films for that year. Oh, okay, for that. Okay, that makes sense. So it would be like Amadeus. 
oh, of course Amadeus won if it was the same year. Of course it did. Yeah. Yeah, that makes total sense now. Oh, my gosh. Now, looking at all the original song scores and best original song nominees and who won, I mean, that was... I mean, Ghostbusters was nominated for best original song. Footloose. I mean, come on. Wow, what a year. What a year. Well, 1984 and 1985, oh my god. Oh, I was born in the wrong time. No. <laughs> there were so many there were so many good movies. It was a height of like special effects before they got into CG. Mhm. And it was a height of screenwriting. Like by the 80s people really understood screenwriting perfectly. <laughs> Who should be cast in this film? A remake <laughs> of The Sandlot? Well, or it could be the Sandlot, but I meant even Silverado. Oh my God! If we were recasting Silverado mm-hmm. with today's actors, yeah, it would be well. Tom, what's his face? Tom, Tom. Hardy. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah. Would be Jake's character, the crazy young kid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna yeah. say it would probably be like an Ansel Elgort right now, or you know something like that. Um, would be uh, Michael B. Jordan maybe. Stella would be Beyonce. Stella would be Beyonce. <laughs> something, something about about Stella though. I didn't realize because when I was reading about you know the actress and that she has dwarfism, and I was like, I couldn't believe like I I didn't see her as being so short in the movie. Like I think it's because well, that they always had her, like someone sitting next to her or something like that, or she's at the bar that must have raised her up, you know, something like that because. Oh no! They did. I don't you remember? They made a gang out of it. She's got like a walking plank that she walks up to get tall. Oh, I didn't. I don't know if I noticed that, but I was just so surprised because I was like, "This woman is not, you know, four nine or four seven or whatever." Like it was just a shock. That was always kind of one of the things. It's like, oh, you know, we've got this, we've got this actress who is who has, you know, is a little person mm-hmm. all through the eighties that's doing this really good work, kind of. We're thinking about that a lot in Time Bandits, obviously, and how good of an actor uh, David Rappaport was, mm-hmm. and how you know movies at the time just cast people that you know people that were little as kind of gag parts. Yeah. And this is one of those things where they just don't even the only the only mention they make of it is that time she walks from behind the bar and then walks down the ramp, and it turns out she's a little person. And the rest of the time, they just have her being an actress, you know, just like a normal person would. Yeah, and, the, and it isn't and it isn't a joke. And someone could be even like hitting on her or anything, you know. There's no. Yeah, there's no. No, no, no weirdness. No like, like, yeah, obviously I hit on her, you know. Like just, you know. Yeah. Like it's Linda Hunt. Why wouldn't I be hitting on her? Oh right, my God. right. <laughs> uh, but but it'd be Beyonce, Beyonce, and let's see, Kevin Klein. There's so many good actors. I don't know. You know, it's like I just want the old versions of these guys to still be in the parts. Right? <laughs> I was gonna say like, like Denzel Washington is whatever. Uh, Danny Glover, yeah. Uh, well, no, but uh, well, I mean Denzel's older, like the like like the father, like Mel's dad. I forgot his name, but okay. Oh, oh, you're okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I want. Let's see. For Danny Glover, he has to be black because it's the whole racism thing. So instead of it would be neat to have. Let's see who would be. That's I was thinking like Michael B. Jordan or someone else, maybe like a. Oh gosh, what's his name? Um, or just someone out of left field, like who's that comedian? Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, but I feel like he has to be fairly young, kind of like, old. Or well, I was gonna say like like Daniel Kaluuya. Um, okay. Maybe Lakeith Lakeith Stanfield as a cowboy, I could see. 
Yeah, I can see him as a cowboy. So then Emmett, the, the Scott Glenn character, the guy that just got out of prison, that could be... Who played Iron Man? Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Would be a fun Emmett. Mm. I think I want Robert Downey Jr. to be either Emmett or Payton. Bradley... What do you think? Oh, yeah, maybe Payton, yeah. Bradley Whitford needs to do something. What's your What's your view for him? I mean, my, my idea is that, like, you know, they're all kind of younger men, so that, like, Bradley Whitford could be, like... I mean, he could be, like, Cobb, but he could be, you know, or, like, oh, a yeah, father. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. like, you know, like, 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 he's more of, like, like, a father, like, I would think. I mean, especially, well... Like, if, like, Tom Holland is, you know, the silly Jake, and, you know, we're having kind of the men in their 20s and 30s being the, you know, younger core cowboys, and then other people older than that would be, like, fathers, basically. Gotcha. Yeah. And then here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do with the rest of it. The, all of the, just the bit parts, you know, the clerk, the trooper, the boy at Outpost... You know, Carter, Barfighter 1 and Barfighter number 2 and Hat, Fe- Hat Thief. I want them to be all super famous people. Ooh. <laughs> I want them to be like, I want to be like that guy that plays Thor and that guy that plays Captain Kirk. And I want like Selena Gomez to come in there as like the Hat Thief maybe. <laughs> or just like random people. I want, like <laughs> Bill, Bill. I, I want super famous people to be all, to be all the small parts. Small parts, I was going to say. But even like just... Billy Joel, you know, just randomly, you know, something. Ringo Starr, is that you? Say, yeah. <laughs> Ringo Starr. I want, I want Ringo Starr to play the part of Hannah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Is he even still alive? Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> Paul McCartney. But, but, okay. But Paul, here's McCartney, putting- Paul McCartney as the, as John Cleese's part. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be perfect. We just have a beetle. Everybody who's left alive, beetles. I guess that would just be the two of them. It would just be the two of them, yeah. <laughs> but but here's the part. Here's the part I'm putting my foot down on. I want Slick to still be Jeff Goldblum. Oh yeah. Just forty years older. I want there to be, in honor of Jeff Goldblum, dinosaurs. <laughs> Dinosaur cowboys. No, they ride dinosaurs. They just, yeah, but but no explanation. No explanation. They just have dinosaurs instead of horses. Okay, this reboot takes place in the future. Does it? I, I mean, it could. I don't know. <laughs> the future was dinosaurs. What if it was? Yeah. <laughs> what if it was the far distant past, oh. and then we? Oh no, no! I like the future better because then we could see things like it's the cowboy days. But what are the twin towers doing there? Oh my god! <laughs> Urban cowboy. Also, I yeah. want a man. Also, I'm a, I want Amanda Wiss to also be in it just because I want her to keep getting work. Who? Amanda Wiss. She can just be Phoebe again. Amanda Wiss and Jeff Goldblum uh, both get to stay in the movie. Well, Augie has run away. Emmett has determined that this group of people are probably the ones that robbed and left Payton for dead in the desert. And so the minute ends. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. The Silverado Minute Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play, or at the main site, SilveradoMinute.com. We can also be found on Facebook at The Midnight Star, the Silverado Minute Listener Saloon, and on Twitter at SilveradoMXM. 
There are literally hundreds of Movies by Minutes podcasts available at moviesbyminutes.com. If it's a movie you love, it's there. Or, it's waiting for you to put it there. Join us tomorrow on episode 78, when you'll hear Cobb say... Things are getting messy around here. <laughs>